Hey, dude. Hey, man. What's going on? Oh, life is going great. You know, experiments this week went very well. So I'm just looking over my shoulder like, when is that other shoe going to drop? Right? I know what you mean, man. I've been I've been burning the candle at both ends. Unfortunately, work is uh, a little chaotic right now. Mm-hmm. Well, this week I wanted to... I wanted to sit down and talk with a guy who knows a little bit about a chaotic industry, in my opinion, and that's the tech industry. And so oh, yeah. we are bringing in a buddy of mine that I know from online. His name is Nexus Wars on Discord, and he's been a he's been an employee at IBM, at GitHub. I don't know where his new company is. He hasn't told me yet, but that's because <laughs> he want he's he decided to have a baby, and we wanted to have him on Congrats. and tell us a lot more about tech. How are you doing? Doing well, guys. How's it going? Hey, great. Awesome. Welcome on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hopefully, I can uh, give you guys some insight to the future of technology and uh, kind of where, we, where we're going with it. So That's to, what I'm talking about. to start us off, I want to take a big step mm-hmm. back because, you know, the movie, indi- like, you know how the movies do it? Like, oh, like fancy tech, like the tech bros are like all like <laughs> Steve Jobs. Yeah. Or like you, you know, like the the Mark Zuckerbergs who walk in wearing basically pajamas, almost like you know, it's a t-shirt and yeah. jeans. Is that really the life yeah. of tech? So yes and no at the same time. Um, it really depends on where you're at, what type of company. Uh, are you working from home or are you not? If you're working from home, guess what? If someone doesn't have the camera on, there's a good chance they're in their bed. Not gonna lie, but. Uh, in the office, it can really depend. It it really does. Uh, if, you know, I've seen people come in, um, with t-shirts and shorts, you know, cargo pants. I've seen people come in with sweatpants. I mean, it really, it just depends on your environment. Um, I will say older companies like IBM or IBM, um, and like HP, Dell, those guys, they're going to be in your typical, dress shirt or you know polo tucked in belt you know dockers rolling around they're not going to be as uh as chill um but that also depends on on their team too it's it's kind of more on who you're going to see that day like if you're speaking they're probably going to be wearing a polo but i'm sure as you've probably seen on uh maybe like uh google's uh you know, dev conferences, people aren't wearing shoes while they're presenting. So it really depends uh, on what's your environment and who you're with and what your team is. So I want to take a moment here. So you mentioned something that I've been very interested in because we have these very old established companies like Dell, IBM, HP, etc., yeah. which I would call old tech companies or at least ones that were made before like i would have three different ages so there's the old tech companies then you have the new the the the, um the middle aged so the microsoft's the apples the ones that all got started up in the like somebody's garage in the 70s -hmm. and then you have the new tech like social media and all of those peoples so would you say like there's differences between those three hundred percent. So we have, I'll, I'll take IBM as an example. They have been around for a long, long time. I think it's coming up on a hundred years at this point. Um, they have started with paper and punching holes in it. And that's how a computer worked, right? They have, they have had technology for a long time. Um, 
then you have like uh you know apple right they're with the personal computer the graphics and then you have people that aren't even touching computers anymore right microsoft that was their thing they're all about your desktop right now it's all about what's on the internet so it's completely different um at this point it they are separate but they all are integrate they're all integrating now they're all becoming uh internet companies more than uh tech like a hardware company mm-hmm. uh, it it's there's so such a big possibility with the internet and how that kind of works um we can really see ibm for instance they they're moving towards you know ai they've been working on that for a long time um, they also are a big provider of cloud and cloud storage but they still have a ton of legacy hardware i mean in my career early on we were working with the old some might know maybe not as 400 you probably see that on at costco or you may see that at like a kohl's or something if you've ever been to those stores it's a little green screen that people typing in stuff is still out there today. Uh, you might think of, you know, War Games, if you've ever seen that movie. It's basically that. But they are, you know, still using it today because it's very, I mean, it, it, it's, it's very secure. Mm-hmm. But all the tech companies to progress and stay on top or stay big are moving to internet. So there are differences, but they're all shifting to the new uh, to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you have a question, RJ? No, no. I was, I was saying, uh, I'm, I'm sort of familiar with the systems that he's talking about, because the company that I work for, we still use a form of that even today. Yeah, they are used every single day. Most of your manufacturing companies, or shipping companies, or banking companies are still using it to this day. It is a uh... Uh, for instance, uh, I know a company that I did some work with. Uh, they're a large carpet industry company. Um, they're currently being targeted by Anonymous right now because they have a Russian plant uh, and they're not shutting it down um, with everything that's going on with Ukraine. Their main infrastructure is probably some of the most secure infrastructure out there because everything that's being planned uh, is on an IBMI system that requires you to have a username and password. So you're gonna your only attempt is to fish it. You can't do a backdoor. There isn't one. <laughs> it wasn't planned, um, which is some of the beauty. But it has some difficulties too. It's limited uh, in that way. And everyone is shifting towards the internet, though, like towards a uh, a, a web based. Uh, project right you might think of facebook you could probably see companies like sap that are switching towards web and cloud which is great because it provides easy infrastructure easy expansion right you you don't you're not limited by oh shoot we got to make a a server farm for our 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 new building and our expansion it's going to take months you can just say hey buy me and i want more and you have a provider that says here here's more how much do you want? <laughs> you have right. pretty much infinite amount of possibilities with it. So but. eventually we're going to go off into Web3 if we have time, but I, I want to save that for yeah, a little bit later. My only issue with that mentality, 
is like mm-hmm. whenever there's an issue with AWS, everyone goes down. Yeah, yeah, and we've seen that. <laughs> so my question is like, you should have more than one company doing this, just like out of practicality reasons. Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So yes and no. Um, there's this is why we have multiple farms throughout mm-hmm. each each country and each region um, because hopefully whenever you apply a update or when something happens it's just local mm-hmm. and they try their best to do that um, you know that that's just standard practice right um, and that's why you can have issues going if you take a flight from let's say Atlanta to uh, Japan right? Um, or maybe let's let's say Atlanta to like Israel, right? Mm-hmm. You actually might if you uploaded something in uh, while you were at the Atlanta airport and you and you go in and you're at t- the Tel Aviv airport, it may not be updated for you yet. We do that intentionally. It's not just accessible. There is a rollover time, um, and that's to protect. So if there was an issue, uh, you're you're still up in Tel Aviv. It's yep. not just down. And so mm-hmm. at one level you have, yeah, it is one person, but they are decentralized kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're replications of each other. But I do agree hundred percent. We probably, if you want to, if you, when we start getting into big infrastructure, it's probably a good idea to have a backup right, with another company. Yeah, because that's my question. Is like with cloud computing, like that that changed the whole game. Mm-hmm. Because now, yeah. like instead of you know being limited to what you can send over an email, you can now just upload terabytes, literal terabytes of data. And you know, mm-hmm. I work here in the United States. Can then like send in the file into the system. Somebody across the planet, in like let's say in Korea, can then make can then you know do the job that i'm paying them to do on said file and while when i go to bed they start up get up in the morning they do this then by the time they quit work uh somebody else starts over and by the time they're done i get it back and it's already it's being worked on 24 7 yeah because that's that's when sorry go ahead i was gonna say it's it's amazing feat that we have that we have uh, work from home, but it's not just from work from home in this area. It's work from anywhere in the world. Yep. It's work from the yeah. International Space Station. It doesn't matter where you're at anymore. Your location to do uh, cloud work, things that can be on a computer, uh, Excel, data analysm or analyst positions. Uh, mm. If you're marketing, doing you know social media, if you're a writer, if you're anything that uses a computer, which almost every job at this point does, unless it's something where you have to physically be there, such as uh, shipping, right? Shipping and receiving. Though you use a computer to track the inventory, you still have to move that piece of, of, of physical, uh, you know, matter, right? You have to move that box. Right. But if you're not in, in that type of environment where you have to physically touch something to do the work, mm-hmm. you can be literally anywhere in our universe at this point now well that that's several thousand light years and all of that that that, yeah i would i would say anywhere on the world with for sure once we get satellite once we get like yeah proper satellite well i mean think about the international space station i mean we have 
I mean, we have satellites out very far out. Yeah. It takes a long time. Oh, but yeah. think about think about that. In the future, you know, a lot of people joke about, oh, we're gonna we're gonna go to Mars, right? We're gonna be there, we're gonna colonize. And it's not necessarily a joke, but it's we can when we have interplanetary uh communications and we could start working in Mars and working on Earth and then you're like, Well, I also work on Pluto, like that's a really cool technology to have. I agree. So yeah. my issue with that is the issue of speed of light is too slow. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, like the the in uh, all of our technology is based on the speed of light. And mm-hmm. the issue is when you go beyond the Earth. So let's say you want to go to Mars. I think it's like yeah. five minutes is how long it yeah. takes for light to go from Earth to Mars. So that means let's like let's say you're texting your wife, you know, good night and all that shit stuff. You text her, hey, I love you, da-da-da-da-da. It takes five minutes for it to get there. Assuming she immediately sees it, she texts, sends it back. That means it comes back. That means you have to wait for 10 minutes. Minimum. Yes. A funny story with this. Um, Cisco had to change their network uh, code when working with uh, NASA for the the Mars rover Mm -hmm. uh, because... It takes five minutes. So our, TC, uh, our TCP uh, protocols, right, sending data, it would time out after. I think at that time it was maybe 90 seconds maybe. I'm not 100% on that, but it would time out essentially. Mm-hmm. And so by the time it got back to Earth, they were like, we lost the rover. We can't do anything. And so they had to actually change how we do telecommunications because of how long it does take, even though we're going the speed of light. Yep. It still takes five minutes and that is a problem that is definitely an issue yeah Yeah. which i i would not be surprised if someone could come up with something faster i don't know what it would be because everything's based on light right now right i know how annoying it is when you text your wife good night and she takes 10 minutes to respond (laughs) (laughs) you might want that oh sorry i was playing league sweetie (laughs) right if you're playing league you don't have a wife Oh, shoot. oh <laughs> drew some Shots blood on fired. that one. That's fired, right? Come no, on, I my my wife is getting in the habit of falling asleep before she can send the text. Mm. So I don't. Mm. So I get that good night text like six hours later when she wakes up. Oh, good night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good night. I'm sorry, I didn't see this. <laughs> oh man. I'm like, okay, That's you funny. realize we have iPhones, right? Those iPhones tell me when you read the message. <laughs> that's a read date. <laughs> yeah, there's a read date on it. Yeah, that's that's actually the good night. I couldn't send it to you. I, just, I read it though. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least I picked up the phone and looked. Okay. Right. Right. That's a good option. It wasn't left on delivered. I at least opened it and that's read. True. It. I didn't ghost you. I just fell asleep. No, my oh. issue is when you get people like. You're like in the stage of like, you know, potentially dating someone. So you text them and then you're like, okay, well, I got to go to bed. They haven't replied. And then you wake up and they're phone calling you and like, like, where are you at? Da, da, da. You ain't texting me. I'm like, it's three in the morning. I'm asleep, bitch. 
Like, you get up here, not respond for four hours, expecting you to respond in four seconds. And we wonder why he doesn't have a girlfriend. Walk around calling women We figured it out. We figured it out. Well, I mean, if you're going to call me at three in the morning and we haven't even gone on the second date yet, heck yeah. Eh, that's that's probably a good idea. Yeah. I kind of agree with him on that one. Not going to lie. But Oh, ma'am. Nice stops at midnight. Man, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> For the record, he's also the old fart. I understandably so. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's really funny because some people because here's the thing. We we can do banter. Mm-hmm. But we look now you, you can see us. We look nothing alike. People have asked, yeah. are we siblings? No. Yeah, like no. okay, first off, the way you can tell siblings is look at the nose structure. Because siblings' noses are <laughs> always the exact same. I'm not kidding. You want to see, are you related? You look at the nose structure. Okay. All siblings' noses are the exact same. We're going to need a nose cam. Right? <laughs> Come on, let's get a zoom in on the nose right now. All right. Yeah. I, that's what we're... Uh, new project, new AI project I'm working on. Uh, we're going to detect noses to to determine if you're siblings. So okay. instead of doing a paternity oh. test, you do a nose test. I'm sorry, you are not the father based on the okay. nose. It's 45% not likely to be you. So I, I got I got a billion dollar app idea. All right, all right, let's hear it. You ready? You ever watch TV and you see like an actor or something, you're like, God, who is that? I know that person. What if you had an app that could scan their face and give you their name? You do realize that IMDb, would... like app, like so Amazon already has that. You can pause and literally will show you every actor that's currently on screen. No, no, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. You're talking about everyone in the world. Yeah. So that's, that's what creepy. we call China's, uh, 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 um, was it their uh, social program? Terms? Yeah, their surveillance. No, 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 no. Social program. It's not social surveillance. Credit. Yeah, their social credit. Social credit system. We got to be careful what we say here. Yeah, remember <laughs> the birds. They're hey, not real. Nothing ever happened in that one place. Nothing ever happened in that one place back in 1989. No. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Else. Most likely. Right? No, nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened <laughs> on that date. Yeah. So. What was that date again? Sometime in 1990, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Nothing happened. There was no support in this. Who cares? Yeah. But yeah. So, I think that that app would be very beneficial. No, this <laughs> is you. No, this is you wanting to be like, okay, is there is there like adult pics of this woman that I want to see? That's what this okay. is. Don't lie to me. No. No, don't do that. Here's the deal. I would, if I wanted to go that far, all I have to do is IMDb the movie. Their pictures are listed. No, you want this to be literally, you take a picture, and then it shows up with all the adult pics of said person. That's what you want to get to here. Don't lie to uh, us right now. That's what Google search, hey. Google image search is. Reverse image search. Just saying. Just saying. The technology is Yeah, Google has it, by the way. Just, oh, yeah. Uh, you could, you, so go to someone with your phone and do a reverse image search. You'll probably uh, find a lot. So uh, the other day I was hanging out with my siblings and my brothers and I were talking about incognito yep. on the Ooh. phone. My wife had never even heard of that. Uh, you probably shouldn't have brought that topic up, man. <laughs> hey, Nexus, do me a favor. Uh, you're yeah. going off and on a lot. Would you mind disconnect, reconnect real yeah. quick? Yeah, no problem. 
yeah sometimes like for whatever reason we'll get like people have connection issues i don't know why yeah yeah are we are we good now are we doing better hopefully yes sounds right. solid to me cool perfect i don't know why because like so we had an episode that's our mm-hmm. lost episode officially where we had a guy he has a hundred thousand subscribers on youtube his name is vince vintage wow. he done a lot of good investigations and because of how bad our audio is, I can't release it. It's oh, horrendously no. bad. His is fine. Ours is terrible. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm so hopefully, mad about that. <laughs> hopefully I'm all good. Sorry? I said, hopefully I'm all good. We don't have any problems. <laughs> oh, no. This is going up as soon as, as, soon as we're done. Um, <laughs> okay. So I want to get on the topic of tech optimism because I have a bone to pick with these people. Okay. (laughs) Okay. First question. Uh Uh-huh. What are you talking about? Okay. So tech optimism is the belief that you can fix everything with technology. So for instance, what uh, in Silicon Valley, San Francisco, all that, what Hmm. they'll do so they'll sit at their desk. They'll pick up an object like I have right now. They'll look in and go, oh, this would be so great if we made it with Wi-Fi and we made it with this and that and the other thing. And they try to reimagine everything. Yeah. So probably the stupidest example I've seen where it's it sounds good on paper, but is absolutely completely like ridiculous and way more expensive than it needs to be is you can walk into a store And instead of having regular glass for the refrigerator or freezer so you can see what's inside, they have a a TV that has the objects there. So the Mm -hmm. idea is if it's not fully stocked, you still have an item there. You still have the picture. But Mm. let's say I want to go and get my can of Coke. I open it up and there's only Dr. Pepper or Dr. Bob. (laughs) I don't know him. Where did he go to school? Uh, th- he bought his degree online from my TT Tech. You can do that. <laughs> How much does yeah, that cost? Yeah. Twenty bucks. Uh, two hundred bucks. Oh, two hundred now. <laughs> They've upped For their real? prices. Two hundred. Up, up their prices. Is it? Is it legit? No. No. <laughs> well, you want a no legit one? It's going to cost you fifty grand. At least. <laughs> all I want to do is be able to call myself Doctor Awesome. Uh. We don't need to know what you do after dark. Thank you. Okay. But you get what I mean. So you go in, you you see this, like what's there already. You know, you can see what is in there and maybe you want to do special promos or this other stuff. You have other space to do this. This is literally, in my opinion, Nexus, you might mm-hmm. have a yeah. I'll uh, I'll 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 step in in a little bit, but okay. please continue. I'm curious so, to see. I walk where into else a store. Okay, let's say I walk into a convenience store. So Seven Eleven, not sponsored. Walk in, mm-hmm. go up, and it has all these different items. So it has like the teas, the this, the that's the other thing. I open it, and none of that's there. I can understand the utility of saying, you know, you want the stores to look completely stocked. But if you open what you need and it's not there, be like, what? What the duck is this? You advertising yeah. and it's not there. What? What? If... I would just get mad, or I'd yeah, be like, yeah, definitely. Like, instead of just so... looking, see, oh, it's not there. Instead, instead of doing that, why don't they just make it to where 
it's one screen. Mm-hmm. You cycle through. You select what you want. Then the little, then you reach down the little door, and it gives you the item you select. No, that's a whole. That's like a vending machine. That's a that's a vending machine. Thing. We have that technology. Yeah, we have that. Yeah. <laughs> like my the local oh, the, the place cool. I work has a vending machine like that. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking the big freezers. Like when you go to your store and you have to stock, yeah. like the pizza aisle. Like let's say it this way: you have that pizza aisle. It looks fully stocked, but there's nothing in the freezer. Well, it makes zone so easier. there's 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 on that specific thing uh it's because we instead of having glass uh for people to look at they can have their screen and they can actually insulate it a whole lot better than glass just specifically for that example still dumb that they show things that are not stocked when they could easily just say we are out of stock here and do a simple check but regarding on a lot of the things with making toenail clippers wi-fi connected right i pulled up a toenail clipper for the audience at home that doesn't know yes so a lot of that is due to get data analytics and uh to see what you're doing right why do we have smart fridges why do we have smart lights it's to see when you turn your lights on when to what are you what colors are you using for instance blues it's really hard to get mass amount of data on people on, all right, do people prefer the blue color? Do they prefer yellow? Do they prefer red? I don't know. When they're at their house during these hours, they really prefer blue or they really prefer red. We don't have that data. But if we make a smart Wi-Fi connected light, we can have that data and send it back home so we can retrieve it. Same thing with the toenail clippers. Same thing with your fridge. We can start checking to see we can one, let's say it doesn't even have the thing where it shows through your fridge what you have available. What if we could sell ads on your fridge to make money? That would what be if, so cool. No. Right? No, I don't I see enough billboards <laughs> as it is. I don't want ads in my fridge. No. Oh, this I do. Oh. I want commercials again. <laughs> no because here's the problem you're gonna get the discount like same commercial 50 times you want to open your fridge well you gotta watch this 30 second ad no, oh, no. yeah yeah I want, yeah i want old school cartoon commercials no like lucky charms commercials and like the transformer commercials like the mcdonald commercials like those you are got the hamburger coming out there stealing your hamburger if you don't watch this ad right now <laughs> i was so much more time in my kitchen what i am saying is i i so my this is my big ops this is my main problem with tech optimism i feel like people have their limits when it comes to this stuff because you know social media is a very new thing very very new we we still haven't even had a full generation go through the whole cycle I feel like people are going to get to a point where they say no more. Like I'm where they're yeah. going to start disconnecting. They're going to start using things less, et cetera, et cetera. So et cetera. like you said about tech optimism, it's, I don't view it as tech optimism. It's how can we get more data tracking mm-hmm. and more information with the guys of this being Wi-Fi connected will help you do more. will help you do this faster but if if we told you, hey, we're going to give you 
a smart toilet that is going to track everything and send it back home so we can figure out what you're eating, what you're doing. You're going to be like, no, you're tracking me with a toilet. That's not cool. Uh, or whatever it is, a light bulb, right? You're going to be like, nah. Or if they gave you a smart bed to, which that's a thing that's coming down the pipeline to start analyzing a lot of stuff. You really don't want people knowing that. Yeah, take your temperature, but it'll tell you a lot more motion. It'll tell you what you did. Have maybe a microphone in there too to determine, oh, were you snoring? Oh, <laughs> right? Snoring. Snoring. You know, the, we'll, we'll leave it yeah, at that word. We're air quotes we'll so people know we're doing the finger air quotes right now. <laughs> that's so, a great mattress. Yeah. Okay, so I'm like, I, I guess I'm the odd one out here. I am 100% pushing for reliability on tech. No, this isn't reliability. House... This is overindulgence. Oh, oh, yeah. I want a house where my toilet talks to me. No. House... <laughs> no. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. No. <laughs> Until your toilet starts silencing you, though, and saying that's inappropriate conversation, you should not say that. <laughs> no. But what I wanted, I wanted to like be able to. I don't want things. my toilet reporting to the doctor that I need to do another visit because I took too long on the crapper. While well, you were on Tinder, right? Could save a life. No comment. <laughs> no, think about it. That could save a life. If you if your toilet was checking for minerals, so can life alert. Urine, so can life alert. But what I mean is, like if you had a, if you had a toilet that you, that you when you were going to the restroom when you were done, it said, "Hey John, it, you, you're showing some slight signs of dehydration." I would probably drink a couple of glasses of water. Okay, first off, the amount of complication needed in a toilet would make the price go up dramatically. We're talking probably two to three x. Currently, though. In the future, maybe not the case. Also, this is where where I'll start kind of bringing up the topic of Web 3.0. Mm-hmm. Because our your biggest issue is that you don't want your doctor knowing. You don't want knowing you. You didn't say knowing your about your privacy, right? With Web 3.0, what if I was able to say... All that data, we're able to make it fully anonymous. You don't know who's doing what, but we can give you the benefits of, like he said, hey, you have, you have some really weird minerals in in your in in your urine, or you have some, like your sleeping is very weird. You're like dancing in the middle of the night, like you're crackling again. Yeah. Would you mind? I don't yeah. know why this is happening. <laughs> Sorry. So he's so. I don't know why you keep crackling. This is the this uh, is yeah. so weird. Understandable. I will uh hopefully is it okay now? Yeah. Good? All right, good. It's like right. over time it gets worse. Interesting. I wonder if it's like Discord's like compression algorithm or something freaking out. It it might be. It might be we need to boost the server to get better audio. Maybe. I'm not sure. Um but kind of what was going on in that train of thought is if we were able to decentralize it a bit and use more, uh, not having to, to have these very complex computations on a device, but instead have it in a cloud or a network, mm-hmm. it would be possible. Uh, it would be beneficial. It really would be uh, mm-hmm. in that case. Now, so before you get into this, back up and explain what Web3 is because our audience has no idea. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Okay, so Web 3.0 is is essentially anonymous and decentralized web. So you uh, will you they'll have uh, some keys, typically like encryption keys to hide your anonymity, right, and keep you you know you're just a string of numbers or you're just a set of of letters like one two three A B C, mm-hmm. so on and so forth, right. Um, and you won't have like a screen name. Maybe, you know, for me, it's Nexus, right? It would be a very complex number uh, or, or letters too. Um, mm-hmm. But that keeps you anonymous because we don't know who that goes back. And it'd be very complicated to figure out who you are through that. Like it would take a long time. We use time to secure ourselves, which is kind of dumb in my opinion. But um we also have a thing where we mentioned about Amazon or AWS mm-hmm. or Google Cloud or name all the cloud services where typically people just rely on one being too centralized. With a Web 3.0, it'd be decentralized. Uh, think of the Bitcoin miners, right? Uh, imagine a network that whenever you're not using your phone to process something on your on your phone, it's able to secure the network. So be able to do something for... Um, someone else right Mm -hmm. so my phone while i'm not using it to surf youtube or not using it to surf uh whatever it can be using that processing power to store data potentially it can be using that processing power to do a number amount of things Hmm. that's not currently what we have but that might be in the future we might have something like that That's kind of what Web 3.0 is. It gives you this thing of being anonymous, so they don't know who you are. You don't have a connection to you. um, And we have a way to make that, for sure, a way of doing it. Not just like today where you have to use an email. Well, okay, we have an IP address. No, this is a string of numbers. We have no idea. Um, And also, it's actually decentralized. It's not just AWS. It's not just Google Cloud that you're relying on. It's Google Cloud, AWS, and Tom, your next-door neighbor keeping you secure um that that's the idea of what web 3.0 is so that's not what web 3.0 is now for my understanding no that's what you want to get to that is the goal that is uh that is what it hopefully will be in the coming years as more people join our limitation is on anything if we don't have enough people we're centralized right yep it's the technology is available we have the technology to do it um, that's not the problem. It's the uh, people that need to go on. So uh, my question sense. is, why mm-hmm. would established tech companies push you towards a decentralized system? Because if it's decentralized, they can't make money. So you would think that they can't make money, but what are the biggest costs of of a startup? Um, generally, Do you think? the hardware and personnel. Right hardware they can eliminate that because they can use your hardware to do the processing so and not go ahead sorry Mm -hmm. i'll I'll get and not just be like on your own application right before how how did they do that before they built an application that you ran on your computer but now your your computer is part of the network and Mm -hmm. so it's running it's keeping it and that would be the goal obviously that's not 100 percent true um at this point um that we're we're still working on that (laughs) getting that built where we could have cell phones we could have like you said, your smart fridge or your smart toilet, right? <laughs> Be on the network as well, processing. Um, but you you asked about how can they make money mm-hmm. doing it, right? And so 
that's where token economics comes in to help provide money, right? You need a reward of some kind. Mm-hmm. Right now we use dollars as a way of rewards, but what's to say we couldn't use like, I don't know, Pepsi points, right? To, to buy, if you're able to buy everything you needed in life with Pepsi points, why not use it? If you have a lot of them and it's easily accessible. So you might use that. The comment I'm going to say on that is the federal government will stop down <laughs> anything that threatens the U.S. dollar. Let's be 100% clear about that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely they're going to attempt to. But what if you have a system that is encrypted and decentralized? So it's not in their grounds. They would start having to destroy their own people to take it out. Well, here's how my do problem. they stop that? It was, so yeah, let's so back like up for a second. Currency. Yeah. That's. That's a whole separate. <laughs> that's a whole separate conversation at the moment. This is a completely different thing. My issue with, from what I'm hearing, is you do still have a hardware issue because you can take like my smartphone, a Galaxy S21. It is not designed to be used 24/7. So, my problems with this idea is you have to have hardware that is designed to either have these applications running in the background, which is going to require either a massive number of individual devices. We're talking everything in your home has to be working towards this, and you have to have millions upon millions of homes to do this. Mm -hmm. Or these devices have to be designed, like these companies have to design these devices Mm -hmm. to be able to run all of this without massively increasing the cost or massively reducing the life expectancy. Definitely. So on your phone, the biggest Mm -hmm. fear would not be whether or not your processor or your RAM or the, the, uh, I think the new galaxies have some type of, uh, of graphics type chip. Um, so that stuff will run as long as it doesn't get too hot. Yes. The battery is the main biggest concern. Yep. All of our technology. So for in, for instance, uh, you, you can have a, let's say a smart light bulb. It's not going to provide that much to the network. Mm-hmm. But if you had, if everyone's light bulb was a smart light bulb, it would provide a lot as a, as a group. It would provide we a lot be, more, but it, it wouldn't provide be more. enough. No, it wouldn't be near, nearly enough. Right. But, it would our fear would not be that the technology would die that the light bulb would the processor and it's just going to blow up it's built and designed to be constant uh, it, it, a lot of that is processors don't die from overuse they die from electrical faults they die from um well i was thinking uh, more of the batteries with phones yeah so so batteries that's definitely a, a concern right and that's where we we you 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 can't use it at a hundred percent, right? Mm-hmm. Your phone can't be constantly. But if you say we could use ten percent of the power of your smartphone, which is ridiculously powerful for what's in your hand, yep, it wouldn't it would not destroy your phone uh, in a way that would be like, oh man, my phone dies in two years. Probably by the time you replace it, you you would still have gears to go. Um, then again, batteries, they're tricky. Um, I, I, I'm not a battery tech, but yeah. Um, so there are some promising things with batteries. I, 
everyone yeah. says this like every 10 years you're like oh you know this thing's going to be the new thing because the the whole like superconductors so they're yeah. there are compounds that can conduct electricity with zero resistance but they mm-hmm. have to be in freezing conditions like well, well yeah. below zero yeah. and then there's other things like that as such where it's like oh this mm-hmm. thing like i until the new stuff being talked about batteries that are going on right now until we see that come into the market yeah i don't believe it i agree with that and uh, and i agree with you in that case too um and that's where i kind of go with this as this is still stuck on the uh, you might hear like the common term like uh, with cryptocurrency mining is mining rigs right they're still going to be needed uh we might be able to do it with laptops and computers since they're plugged in very commonly and we could 10% of their power is a lot more than a phone. And and we have things like that, that might come into effect, but I do agree with, with all the devices. We're not there yet. We don't have the technology. We still are figuring that out, but in the future, we might see those devices be a part of it. Um, That's what I hope. Cause like the whole thing with robots, like everyone was talking Mm -hmm. about, Oh, Terminator is actually going to happen. Scan it's actually going to happen. You might have an AI that might take down everything, but it will not be able to make robots that can actively do what Terminators did because we don't have the battery tech. We just simply do not yeah. have it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because so, 100%. for those so of you wondering, we get, is... we get powerful wireless charging, which is always an option. Yeah, but that's nowhere close. Okay. That is nowhere close. <laughs> so what you're telling yeah. me is that the biggest plot hole in Terminator is the fact that they had nowhere to stay plugged in? Uh, based yeah. on our current technology, yes. Yep. Because here's the problem with that whole idea. The only reason you have a battery as cheap as you do that works as well as you do is because it's a special type of cobalt that's only found in the Congo. It's not found Mm. anywhere else in the world. So, so then what if, and this is just me thinking here, y'all know the Roomba is, right? Yes. Yeah. So why wouldn't they just operate on a similar system to that? Roomba goes and sits on its dock, charges... The full power, and then it takes off again. Goes back to the, the question is how like a Roomba is a very simple device. It it goes zoop, sucks stuff in, comes back. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple mm-hmm. device. A Terminator device, or or like a robot. Like let's say it, it all it's designed to do is you have a hand that picks up a mm-hmm. cup, puts it down, picks it back up, and puts it in another spot. Every single there there's so many calculations that have to go into it because the first thing it has to do it is has to position its hand correctly right angle right distance has to grab the cup it has to make sure it can grab the cup without crushing it and know the difference between crushing it or not grabbing it tight enough so it doesn't grab it at all and needs to know how fast to push it up to how high up at what Mm -hmm. angle to make sure the water doesn't come out and then it has to do all those calculations again to move it to another spot put it down, take the arm off, and then move to the next position. That's the beauty of AI and machine learning because it doesn't have to be computed by a person. It can be learned. And kind of where he's going with the biggest problem with the Roomba technology idea is let's let's put it in a combat scenario, right? You have your, 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 your Terminator here fighting you on the front lines and you're pinned down and you're like, all right, use him now. Battery low, going back home. Because it, 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 you, 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 during the, let's say it has two hours of it can be away from the docking station. You got two hours and you're 
cut. Like you don't, you can't say two hours and 15 minutes, give us 15 more minutes, like a, a human being, right? You, you're cut off. And so that, that's where that, that technology just isn't there yet. It, with, and that's, with AI. And that's how we beat the Terminators. Yeah. Well, that's how Terminator uh, never gets started. We just, we just bring them out. Maybe we got we got a couple more years before we figure out the battery tech. Yeah, disconnect and reconnect. So then that's it's, how still we'll it. it's still doing it. It's still doing it. Oh that's my how you gosh! The Terminator apocalypse. Yeah, you prevent it by not perfecting the battery technology. Yeah, so that that's the whole question is like how how good you could get on all that. That that is the question. Yeah. Now. We got about 10 minutes or so left. Um, RJ, do you have any specific questions before I go into rapid fire? Yes, I have one. Okay. Are you, are you opposed to what I call the future where your entire home is automated? You come home, the lights come on. Good evening. Welcome home, RJ. Dinner will be ready in 15 minutes. You sit down, your chair starts to massage, gets a little heat going. I that that's the dream to me. Like the, like when I what when, when I think of the future, I see the Jetsons. Yeah, yeah. So your question is if I'm opposed to it. Yes. Uh <laughs> yes, but that's cuz I'm a security nut. Uh but from a is it possible? It already happens today. If you use Alexa and Alexa apps, you can have all that. You can you you can I believe you can now order DoorDash through Alexa. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but essentially it can provide updates uh, through your Alexa when you did go order your dinner. Dinner will be here in 15 minutes. You know the lights come on automatically at six o'clock when you arrive home. Your air conditioning is set exactly to the perfect temperature. And guess what? When you sit in the chair. We're gonna we're gonna turn that massage on too because it, it's a Wi-Fi connected chair. We're there now. Why am I opposed to that? <laughs> Is the real question, right? Yeah, because right. that sounds like paradise to some people. That does it really does to some it people. It does. It's awesome. So are you, why the fear are you is who, who controls it, right? Who controls the data that's being collected? That's that's the biggest thing. What who controls the? How does data um, be collected? Because that's how we, that's what we do. Well, that's just why... like what he said, like, oh, you come home at six o'clock, you like it at this temperature, yeah. you like getting a massage, da 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 da. Like they yeah, can. That's kind of like, weird. Okay, you remember the the whole video about the people who said like dog food never got an ad for dog food like before, never had never searched for it, and they started getting it. Number one, I think that's fake. I think they actually searched for it, and that's why it came up. But they can tell based on like where your phone is. Like if you're near your parents, your parents buy certain things. You will start getting ads for those things. Yes. What? Yes. Yes. So this is no. where we're going with it. Is that how does Facebook, how does Amazon really make money? Advertisements and selling. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. That data comes back. We got to sell you more products and we got we to gotta make it better so part of that is actually a good thing right we're gonna make uh maybe we we started to realize that you're back you you started a new job or you started playing a new sport and a certain area of your back is tighter than the other when we're in when you're in your massage chair 
we take that data back. We start doing some, you know, analysis of it and say, okay, RJ or RJ, you, we got, we got it figured out. We're going to get the spot now automatically. So you don't have to change it. That's cool. But what if we have a microphone on there and you're a, I don't know, a political guy that's coming in and changing the whole scheme of things. And you say some things that may or may not be the greatest because who knows why, whatever, whatever reason we're going to use that now to, or let's say you're going to say your political plan or your speech. And we, we intercept that. And we say that speech, your private life is over is what he's trying to get at. So you only have a public life. There's never a moment where you can be alone in your own thoughts. Like I will never until something drastically changes, I will never allow an Amazon Alexa, a Google home, any of that. It is not allowed in my house for this exact reason. You you sound like my wife. (laughs) You do realize that they have illegally kept the recordings of children and they've gotten sued over this. Yeah. So what Um, you're telling me is Snowden was right. 100 percent right we we would need to go down into the specifics he's not wrong yeah let, let me put it that way he's not yeah, wrong that, that's probably a better way to put it. he's not wrong he's not wrong so, he so really government does watch us no these are companies so yes the government watches us because they can they can put gag orders on companies when retrieving data through the fbi yes. to take that information that they have stored that's the problem that i have with it and not I, I will say this i have never seen that happen but there's always the first but if i did see it happen mm-hmm. it may have happened in multiple times at my careers so if it if it were go ahead <laughs> i mean i was just saying if it were to have happened it would have it, it could have happened yeah yeah, right. yeah. so rj i'll put it to you this way so a lot of companies in their user agreement, you know, that long list of things you scroll by and just hit, okay. Yeah, yeah, I accept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them, when it comes to software, will say up to this point, we have never been requested to be given our money to a government, uh, your data, our data to a government agency. They will remove that when they do. So that tell that's, that, that's their sneaky way of telling people, hey, it's happened to us. Yes. And it, it's a, I, I have seen that part happen many times, many so, of times. So you're supposed to actually read those user agreements? No, you can just search it. You can just like literally yeah, just you can control search F it. and search. Yeah. And then just hit and, it okay because it's not going to be held up in court. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, this is the fear. This is the thing that, that, that is the reason why I don't have that in my homes and why I refuse to have it. Um, And this is why I have a spare microwave to put my phone in when I want to have a conversation with my wife that I don't want anyone to hear about. Not because it's dangerous or anything. It's just because I want to have a private time with my wife and say, yeah, yeah. So a microwave is a Faraday cage. A Faraday cage simply does not allow any electricity or signals in and out of it. It can stay in it and it can't, it can't, it can't, it's insulated and so definitely uh if you want to have a private conversation take all your alexas all your devices uh now they're everywhere they're in your tv they're in i jokingly said about your bed but they are in your bed if you have a smart bed Mm -hmm. they're in your 
blankets if you have a smart blanket. Not all micro, not all uh, uh, smart have microphones, but all, a lot of them do because they have Alexa involved. Mm-hmm. So now they're everywhere in your home, listening, gathering data for a company that can be rendered over to the government. Ring yep. doorbell systems. You do not own that data of your of what's on your ring. It's all recorded and stored. The police in multiple counties can use that data against you if need be. That should be pretty scary. And if it's in your home, same thing. I mean, they can use, if you do a crime in your home and they get a warrant for it, they, it can be used against you. And so this is yeah. why I, I, I don't allow technology like that in, uh, in our homes. Uh, I recommend most people you can have it or at least have a safe space for you to have a conversation for all technology to be gone and be okay. Yeah. Because go ahead. In the future, we may have where a current conversation today is okay, but tomorrow may not be. Yes. So So this is why a lot of people 1984 vibes here. So this is why there's a lot of people who are really big into privacy will literally be like, okay, no phones in the bedroom. No, nothing like it's technology free in the yeah. bedroom. Yeah, you or should no be really afraid technology. If like, yeah, you should be really afraid. Not really afraid, I should say. You should be afraid of a event happening here, where we have a foreign country invading, not because a foreign country, but because they can use that technology against you. I would. That's I, I not in the U.S. I would say other countries like we. Yeah, like, I agree with that. The U.S. Uh, is the likelihood of us getting invaded <laughs> is zero. Yeah, it's literally yeah. zero. It's it's not very slim. No, it's it's uh, zero. No one is yeah. invading us. No one is invading. Okay. Us. Like, if you're in Europe, I can go into reasons, but we don't have time. If you're in Europe, that's where yeah, where you might want to because they can use your elect against you to see if you're pro or against and which homes to take so yeah, we'll leave it with that you tell patrick swayze we can't get invaded all right so <laughs> nexus said he only had a limited amount of time he has to go i want to still talk to rj a little bit longer to keep the podcast going i want to thank you so much for coming on and yes. give us your yes. insights into the sphere of the world yeah no problem guys i really appreciate, appreciate it. it hopefully uh, we didn't go on too much of a crazy rant. No, about, no, no. Uh, we, we, we've just scratched the surface. So we'll definitely have you back on. Definitely. Definitely. I will be excited to come on. Uh, we'll see how things go with life. But yep. 100%. Thanks for having me, guys. And uh, hopefully the audio issues will be fixed next time. Hopefully. I'll, I'll probably have to boost the server. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. But thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Too. Okay. So we're still recording, just so you know. What so mm. this is why I'm very like you you heard me when I talked about the whole like I don't want an Alexa in my home I don't want this in my home, mm-hmm. you know why? We've had these talks. We've had these talks. Yeah. So just so everybody knows, like I'm not against technology. I have a Galaxy S21. I'm a literal scientist. I use this tech. I am very very concerned about certain things. When it comes to this stuff, I'm not, so I'm not mm. as nearly concerned about privacy as he is. Um, I will say I'm very cautious about a lot of this tech because the, mm. the issue right now is, so with the U S how I said, we're not going to get invaded. We are literally away from any other country. 
Like you say, oh, Canada. Okay, Canada's a road. We could block them off and be done with it. Mexico. Mexico. Okay, so if Mexico wants to do anything, we cut them off for food. They can't produce their own food. They're gone. Um, no other country has the the navy or even the supply ships to carry all the troops over. So it's not like we we have zero shot of being invaded unless something I have no clue about is going on behind the scenes. Like it would have to be something so massive that inside our own government people are colluding with, which I don't believe at all. I'm just saying like that's the only way this happens. Right. As of right now. Um, so in Europe, for instance, he is correct. So like, um, the, the conflict war, whatever you want to call what's going on in Ukraine, both sides call it differently. We'll just say that it's, I personally call it a conflict because to the Ukrainians, it's obviously a war. It should be a war. They have a justified reason to defend themselves for the Russians. They're not calling it a war. So I'm calling it a conflict to try to be in the middle because they're calling it a special military operation, which it's a little more than that. So every single person in Ukraine is now an intelligence officer because you can give real-time, up-to-the-date technology where you can take a picture of something and the high command can see it, just post it on TikTok, on Insta, wherever. They have carried out actual attacks or have planned certain strategies or ambushes based off of that intel. Like, I remember the first week it happened. I was watching a live stream of a convoy that was going up to Kyrgyzstan, that's in the south, and it got blown up. And, by the way, that camera got destroyed at some point, so it's no longer there. But you get what I'm saying. Like, this can right. very this this changes the whole that whole sphere. Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of get why, like, I'm very cautious about all this. Yeah, no. I mean, I just, I, I, I think it's just my optimism, my, my boyish optimism, where I don't, I don't think about these, these other potential threats. All I see is, you know, come home. My house is cooking me dinner. It's my favorite dinner. I sit down. Turns the TV on and my favorite show picks up right where I left off. Hmm. Puts my slippers on my feet. Like you want like that? I, uh, you want that very comfortable the utopia? Yeah, the utopian lifestyle where everything is just peaceful. Well, even in utopias, those aren't actually peaceful. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no such thing as a perfect utopia. Well, well, I'll, I'll we'll leave that there because I could go on for an hour just on that sentence alone. <laughs> But yeah, so with cryptocurrencies, so we didn't get into this. The issue right now with crypto, Web3, and what are called NFTs, Mm -hmm. the problem with all of this, beyond all of the garbage people are doing with scamming people and all this other stuff, the pump and dumps, et cetera, et cetera, they really, it's a mad, mad world in this sphere right now. And it's kind of not decentralized at the moment. It can get there. He He's correct. It, in theory, could get there. But that's like a 20, 30 years down the road. Mm-hmm. It's not there yet. And the U.S. government wants to do uh, 
is serious. I, I keep seeing this on Twitter from people who who I would trust with this information. Like they, they've been right on a, a lot of things. Like mm -hmm. we're talking like people who are in the data and all this, not news pundits. We're talking like data people. Right. And they keep bringing this. This keeps coming up. And I'm like, okay, this concerns me. Like having like a digital. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why I'm very concerned about it. Right. But we can get to that at another time. I do think there is a limit to how far tech can go. Mm -hmm. Um, Beyond like, so the reason why the processing power of computers. So for instance, you have a computer today or your phone. Those are infinitely better than what was available five years ago. Like on your phone today, right. you have more processing power than the entire world of 1960. Correct. I think didn't uh, I think I heard that said somewhere that the same computing power that got a man on the moon literally fits in your phone now. It's a calculator. No, it's not your phone. It's a calculator. Yeah. Like the, the modern day like Texas Instrument calculator. You know the big boy ones that cost like seventy bucks. Yeah. That has more processing power than it took to put someone on the moon. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And and here I was using it to play Pac-Man. And finding a way how to keep the memory intact so you didn't have to remember the equations. Okay, somebody went through my journal. Oh, I didn't go through your journal. You were the one who told me all these stories when you were drunk. Oh, yeah. No, uh... I remember my mom bought me that calculator and she was like, all right, this is for school. And I was like, yeah, totally. And then I had friends that had all the games on it, like Mario and Asteroid. Yep. So I would be in class playing it like a Game Boy. Yep, it was the way around. It was the way getting around, like playing games in class. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I think this was a good episode. I think disagree. I think so too. All no, right. I disagree. I, d I definitely agree. I learned a lot. It kind of made me refocus and reevaluate how I'm viewing technology. Mm -hmm. That I need to probably view it a lot more objectively, with weighing the pros and the cons. So, definitely think it was a good episode. Uh, learned a lot. Got a lot of my questions answered. All right. I look forward to uh, the next time we have him. All right. We are out of time, folks. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all the jazz. And we will see you later. <laughs>